welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for Season 3, Episode 5, titled Snatch Game. My name's Joe Batanz, and I am joined, as always, by one cloying co-host first from show business. Please say... Y'all, I am pregnant, and I am fierce! To one Adam Salandra. Hello, Adam Salandra. How are you? Hi, Joe. I'm so good, and I feel really happy to be with you today on Snatch Game. It's a big day. It is a big day. It's a big day about Snatch Game. I was telling you before we went on the air, and, you know, we have very limited time today, which, by the way, we only have like an hour, but... And we've been struggling to make an hour on this show because there's so little to talk about. <laughs> so today will be the day we go to. But what I'm saying is... Um, yeah, I, I have a big statement to make right now, especially after this episode. Wow. Did you get a chance to watch Untucked? I did. Okay. Would you agree with me now? I was just talking to the boyfriend just about this right now, just earlier, minutes ago. I think I told you, and Jay Ellis was supposed to be on today's show, but then work called him away. Life happens. Yeah, life happens. But uh, would you agree with the sentiment that we are covering the wrong show. Like, so much more is happening on this Untucked than is happening on the actual episode itself. The early years of Untucked, and now this is very much proving it in season three, which is almost the earliest, is when, when Ruth says you're only getting half the story. Yeah. She's not kidding. She's not You really That's are. less than half the story because yeah. we're slogging through these regular episodes. And then everything happens. But I have a question for you in return. Yeah. You sure. have been very happy uh, or or enjoyed that these episodes are just an hour long. You can just get through them. Do you think that that's sort of the reason why there's just not room for any other interpersonal conflicts in the story when it's only an hour long? If you want to do mini challenge, main challenge and all that. Or well, no, they like, managed it in season five and season six. And four. And that's a beautiful point. Yeah. And not only that, like, for instance, this is a, a good example. There's a storyline that happened <clears throat> in this episode that's part of a bigger storyline, but they could have totally done instead. Like, there, nothing happens in this elimination day. Stacy talks about her dead dad. Uh, nothing really happens in the workroom. But then we see in Untucked that there's a moment where the quote-unquote Heathers are talking are being shady behind Shangela's back because Shangela, according to them, has people doing for things for her all the time. That before India was always helping her get into her drag. Now it's uh Mariah Paris Balenciaga is helping her get into her drag. That she always has people she 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 tricks people into helping her with her drag. And um tricks. there's a part where she's ha- having Mariah help her trim her wig and they're like, oh my god, look, look, look. And then Stacy walks over and is like telling them that, telling Shangela they're talking shit on her. And um, I feel that could have been in a lot of places in the episode. It wasn't that long. Yeah, that's very true. And cut out some stuff we don't need. Yeah. Yeah, like there were there a lot of weird, I and mean, it's just, it's just, it, 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 it I, I don't know, look. Season five is a perfect example. Season six is a perfect example where. You got the the major beats of 
the uh, of the stories in the episode. But if you went on Untucked, a lot happened, but they were just more backstory into the major beats. It expanded, I though. Yeah. I can't remember season four that well. But definitely season three, they're two different shows. I mean, the char- the way the characters are portrayed, it's almost, to be honest with you, a case study in reality television. Because, you know, I feel Shangela and Alexis are portrayed very positively on the show itself. But then I think there's a different portrayal of, of Raja as well on Shangela and Alexis uh, on Untucked. They come out very differently. That's a great point is that it shows you the power of editing because for so long I've been very, and I still am to a, to a certain extent when you say, oh, the editing made me look this or that way. And it's like, well, you did say that. And it's like, fine. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> you know, it's based in truth, but they literally can move things around to look however they want. Yeah. And frankly, if everyone in the show would acted how they did how in untucked, I think it would be very hard to be rooting for anyone because yeah. they're all kind of like aggressive and just mean to each other. And it doesn't even feel like fun shade. Yeah. I mean, I'm still enjoying it. Don't get me wrong, but like, it's not like playful shade. It's like, no, this person doesn't deserve to be here. They are horrible. It's yeah. wild. No, I don't know why I didn't watch. Un- this is my first time ever watching season three untucked. I did watch season three first run. I don't know why. Did it used to air? I don't even know. Did it used to air right after the episode? I don't know. But I didn't watch well, it. I'm not, yeah, yeah, season four was where I started watching yeah. live. So season three, I went back. So I, I don't think I had the opportunity to watch untucked. I think I just thought, oh, this, you know, I probably DVR'd it. And the DVR didn't pick yeah. it up. And I didn't yeah. know it existed. But uh, I never watched it. This is my first time watching it. And so this makes a lot of sense. If you listen to my old episodes, I used to ask a lot about the Heathers and the Boogers because it still it still has not the, – the Heathers and Boogers has only come up very, very little. But um, but they said click in this episode. They said so click in this form, episode. Just not name. Yeah, but in the actual episode, it's not a big deal. But in Untucked, it's it's very prominent, and I was oh, very yes. unaware of this, and so uh, I was always very like, "Well, what was going on? I didn't understand." I was like, "What could have been?" But I'm now now I totally one hundred percent get it. By the way, Adam Salandra is drinking out of a an unmarked uh, mug, which is so bizarre. I've never seen. Oh, it is marked. It's on one side. No, what? it's. But you're right. That would have. You just said something. It, it's poorly printed because. Most people are right-handed, so they'll hold the handle yeah. and then see it. But this is facing in, so I remember. It's Hugo's Restaurant, the last place I worked as a waiter before uh, my showbiz career took off. Oh, so you worked at Hugo's. Legendary, like, gay uh, restaurant, right? Sure, I, you know, I wouldn't even say gay, but it's in WeHo, so sure. But, like, there was a lot of celebrities that came in. Basically, people yeah. that were wanting to eat healthy. But... Yeah. It wasn't like – it. just you have vegan options. You have gluten-free options. But you could also get a burger. I'm not sure why. I'm Where's Hugo's? Is right Hugo's now. the one that's right across from Catch? What's Catch? I think Catch isn't here anymore. Oh, no. That's Beverly Hills, isn't it? No, 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 no. It's in, in WeHo, right by the Pacific Design Center? No. Oh. Hugo's is uh, almost across from Hamburger Mary's. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Now I know where it is. I, I, I wonder what that restaurant is across the street from Catch. I don't remember what that is. I can't is. think of Oh, Craig's? A Craig's. I knew it was somebody's name. <laughs> oh my gosh, Craig's is my favorite restaurant in LA. Like 
Philly, not to like a fancy restaurant. Like, uh-huh. give me Chili's always. But Craig's is so good. Yeah. If you ever want to go, if you ever want to see paparazzi, they go to, because it's across the street from Catch and both of them are big celebrity hangouts and you'll just see paparazzi uh-huh. there all the time stalking it out and stuff. Uh, All of these restaurants we're talking about are walking distance from my apartment. Oh, now, are they really? If you include the like three miles within my apartment that you had to walk just to find it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I remember I went. I had to pee, and you wouldn't let me pee in your apartment. All right. On that note, this week the girls try to guess the shit that RuPaul says. Delta gives Shangela her one phone call for this week's main challenge. The girls participate in the second ever snatch game. Raja, Stacy, and Alexis impress RuPaul, while Delta, Mariah, and Yara, Sophia. Failed to make an impression. In the end, Stacey Lane Matthews is named the winner of the challenge while Delta Work and Mar- Mary Mariah Paris Balenciaga are forced to go head-to-head in a lip-sync battle for their lives. In the end, Delta Work lives to see another day while Mariah Paris Balenciaga is asked to sashay away. Adam Salandra, name two things you liked about this episode and one thing you did not. Oh, wow. Oh, I mean, it's on the phone. For some reason, I neglected to, to think this out in advance. Yeah. But it shouldn't be difficult. One, I liked that. I liked the um, the story arc of Stacey Lane Matthews. Yeah. Um, to, I mean, getting so upset that she almost was like, I'll just forget it. She was pissed at Rue, which surprised me, into winner of this challenge. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I'll get into deeper thoughts about that when we get there. But I, I, story-wise, I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. And I just liked that it was Snatch Game. I mean, we can't help but love Snatch Game. I, against, as ba- you know, three years ago, I was calling for the end of Snatch Game uh, at a place I was writing for. So it was just, it was during season 10, All-Stars 3, and maybe 11, probably. They were just mm-hmm. so bad. I was like, we're obviously going to have to stop this. Mm-hmm. There's, they've, it's, It has an upturn now, uh, in my opinion, that there's been a few goods on season 12 and 13. However, that does bring me to what I dislike about this episode. And it's the same, baby. It's Snatch Game. It was not good. <laughs> it was not yeah, I feel, you know, I think you and I are very much on the same page. You know, sometimes I'm criticized, especially for those seasons that you mentioned, for uh-huh. being a negative Nancy and not being too hard on the girls. But I think people hold on to <clears throat> memories of particularly iconic Snatch Games like 5, 6, and uh, All-Stars 2, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can't remember, is seven good? Seven might be actually okay too. There's like a string. Yeah, seven's good, yeah. Yeah. There's a string of good snatch games, but it's not many. It's like four or five. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I think eight's okay as well, right? No, eight I don't know. Is, Go ahead. For me, is it doesn't have to be perfect. People can be horrible and they're, and they're going to be. There just needs to be a few actually funny. Okay. Look, here's the deal. I don't know if you agree. I'm a fan of also, this is why I'm going to throw in four. I'm a fan of if they're all good, which actually you could make an argument that we're currently covering season 13. You could make an argument for season 13 that they were, for the most part, across the board, all good. Except, oh, except for, I would not. except for Utica, right? <laughs> yeah. But, um, but they were all very prepared. Let me say that they were all prepared. Sure, sure, sure. sure, sure, sure. sure. Okay. They yes, may have failed. Yes. I feel yeah. that my favorite snatch games have a strong mix of very good with, cracked out crazy like so season four is a good example where you know you have some really good ones like who were the good ones in season four i don't remember 
Oh, Sharon Needles as uh, Michelle Visage. And um, I can't remember who the other... There were a couple. But then you also have, on the other hand, you have Sharon Needles and Michelle Visage. But then you have Kenya Michaels as Beyonce just flopping around like a lunatic and falling out of her and chair and being crazy. Smush, smush from Jiggly down there. Yeah, smush from Jiggly. And then Latrice Royale uh, is, you know, the unprofessionalism. Oh, the far, t- yeah. it's far too much. Far, far too, too much. much. And uh, But to me, that makes a great Snatch game when you have iconically bad with really great. You I know? agree. Let it be a mix. I don't need each one to make me laugh. That's First of all, they would never edit it that way anyway. That's not what we're here to be doing. But you need to have a few that are good. And, and in this case, the top three, I'd say deserve to be the top three. But on any other season, they're not making the cut. They're horrible. They're awful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to go back to our discussion, like All-Stars 2 is an example where, you know, you have Alaska as Mae West. You have some great ones. You know, you have – and then you have – but you have Roxy failing as Alaska, you know. Yeah. But then you have Alyssa Edwards who is both in one person. Like – Iconically bad and iconically great as Joan Crawford. Which is exactly what I love about Alyssa, and that's such a good point. And yeah. That is a good point. I could watch her do that forever, and she's both horrible and wonderful. So there yeah, you at go. At the same time. I don't even yeah. I don't even think she knows what she's saying. I remember that one thinking Oh, didn't you cover that with me and Jay? I think you were on that episode, right? But I think I remember thinking, um maybe not. But no, I, we did when she was Baby J, whatever happened oh, to Baby JJ. Yeah, but, yeah, but on the Joan Crawford Snatch Game, I remember thinking someone told her these lines to say, and she's shoehorning them in. But I don't think she knows what she's saying. Well, that's the beauty of that's yeah. that's what makes Alyssa. Alyssa is she understood that she didn't understand. She was like, okay, they like me just being me, and that's yeah. what I'm going to give them. Yeah, and good. God bless it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm already even laughing thinking about Alyssa's. Joan Crawford. It oh. was just so good. I uh, quote Alyssa as Joan Crawford more than I quote Joan Crawford, I think. Now, which one? Snatch Game or in uh, Baby JJ? Oh, God. Not Baby J- Although the other day, I was randomly singing the do-da, do-da. Well, she said do-a, do Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but I meant Snatch Game. And, of course, now I can't think of what the specific line is. Oh, the way, the way that Alyssa delivers, don't fuck with me, fellas, is just always yeah. in my head for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> iconically bad iconically bad but also iconically great and iconically great yeah same thing with, same thing with her when she did uh we're doing all stars two recap when she did <laughs> uh when she did her reading challenge you know and she just went down and just gave people labels for oh. what kind of gila yeah. monster <laughs> no one no one else could or should ever attempt such a thing but with her it works and that's why she is at the top of my list she's is she your favorite drag queen uh, she and Alaska are tied, and it's very funny because it's just for such for Alaska, it's what she, her talent and what she brings to it, and then for Alyssa, it's just because of who she is. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'll do mine very briefly. Two things I liked about the episode, and one thing I did not. I'm gonna throw an untucked. Love the untucked episode. Yeah. Uh, second thing that I like. Oh, you know, actually, I'll say this. I really liked this mini challenge, and I don't. I can't believe they haven't done it again. Uh, yeah, I thought same. it was a great mini challenge. And then a uh, thing I didn't like, Snatch Game. I thought I was like, wow, <laughs> any other year. I'll give them I'll give them a, a little bit of leniency. This was the second one ever. Sure. And and well you even see if you go in Untucked, and that's why I say Untucked one of my favorite things, we get some more insight to the how the girls see it. Which is funny because I think Raja 
and we know she's the winner of the whole season, I think has, what's weird for it being the second Snatch Game, the sort of most <sighs> nuanced view of what the Snatch Game is. But yeah. Shangela's reading uh, Raja and, and, and Untucked for not giving Tyra Banks hips. And Shangela's like, I mean, and Raja's like, I, I'm behind a desk. Why would I wear hips? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Well, Shangela was, that wasn't a good look for me, how she wasn't untucked. But again, we can, we can wait till we get there. But mm-hmm. yes, Raja may not have had me laughing out loud, but she certainly understood what Snatch Game was. Yeah, yeah. She, she totally understood. See, she's actually ahead of, she's, uh, ahead of the, um, what do you say when you're like, when you're ahead of the curve? Yeah, no, I don't know. Yeah, she's ahead of the curve, we'll say. Okay. All right. The next day after India's elimination, Shangela and Alexis continue to be offended by Manila's pan-Asian caricature. Meanwhile, Manila and Raja think the offended girls should just get over it. Uh, for this week's mini challenge, the girls play a game called Shit RuPaul Says. After several rounds of trying to guess what phrase will appear on screen, Delta Work walks away the winner and wins the coveted prize of a phone call home. Shangela had hoped to win the challenge. Because she missed talking to her grandmother. Later, Delta Work magnanimously gives her prize to Shangela because Delta knows the phone call means more to Shangela than it does to her. Adam Salander from Show Business. Any thoughts uh, on this mini challenge, on the the next day after uh, India's elimination? Anything? I thought it was interesting that the opening segment featured Shangela calling out Manila Mm -hmm. for... uh, Potential racism, yeah. which is, of course, something we discussed last yeah. week mm-hmm. uh, and ultimately sort of decided it's not up to us to decide. Certainly yeah. me as a young white man, but mm-hmm. um, Shangela, again, doing her darndest to just really call people out and cause trouble. Um, but it, but it is, an, you know, it is a fair point and an interesting point. But then it was taken one step further by Raja commenting in her confessional that she thought it's bullshit. And she said, if a black girl was asked to be funny, she would do ghetto or country. And I love yeah. that. And I was like, wow, yeah. you just are. It's so funny. My, uh, I was watching with Sean and he stopped and was like, they can't talk like this. And I was like, no, oh, honey, check the podcast. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're, we're on it. We're talking about it. Yeah. But, um, it, I will never stop being amazed. I, I mean, I guess 10 years is a long time in life, but it, it 2011 does not seem that long ago to me, and this is wild. Well, it's wild, but not only that, it's one of these things where uh, I think not only have times changed, but the show has become more sensitive. I feel well, the time – the show may have even known what they were saying was edgy. It may have been edgy then, but I feel that the show was braver then. That's a good point. It was just for our community then. Yes. On logo. Like yes. who else is finding it at this point? Yeah. And we, although now there's, there's, you know, so many people trying to be righteously campaigning out there for their mm-hmm. own social media, but like irreverent things were are something as a, as a stereotype, the, the, our community is all about. So I think that it worked then in a way that it couldn't work now for sure. Yeah, no, it's super interesting that uh, they're talking about it. I don't know. I, w- I really would be very interested, you know, because oh God, we can get into a deeper conversation about this. But, you know, with African-American stereotypes, it's a little easier because 
essentially what white people did to African Americans was wipe them of the I'm sure, you know, and it still exists, in Africa there are different cultures. It's not one monolithic culture right. of black people in Africa, but when we brought them over here against their will, one of the things that was really important to uh, white people at the time was to wipe them of any sort of uh, individuality and culture. So as a result, there is a distinctly black American culture. And so you can say like you either are pretend to be uh, use that or not in Asians and Latina. That was always my big complaint with Valentina is I've always felt that world of wonder still to this day. And the show still does not understand that there are different kinds of Latino cultures, that there's Mexican culture, there's Cuban culture, there's Puerto Rican culture, there's South American culture, Spanish culture. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if we see in drag, well, because it's drag race Spain has done that, they might not do that, but like, that they make taco jokes or something like that. That's something they would really do, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and so, um, and, and and the same thing's true with Asian culture, but I don't know where that stands because, you know, there's also a very complicated legacy with Filipinos in particular because they're not distinctly – I mean, they are Asian. They're, they're South – you know, they're Pacific Islanders. But the history of the Philippines is much more complicated, just like with Vietnam. There's, sure. you know, there's French and Spanish and all sorts of things mixed in there. And I don't know – I don't know. I'm really saying I don't know. I'm not saying I don't know in a in a – yeah. Like, I'm critical way. I'm saying I legitimately do not know. I'm not an expert on this. But whether Filipinos, do they do they consider themselves Asian? I mean, maybe they do. I don't know. Yeah. And so, so well, to make yeah. – I mean, she, she's making a sort of more general um, Asian uh, stereotype that involves uh, stereotypes that aren't – part of the Filipino culture, you know? And what even gets crazier is then you can get into these little sub things where, you know, um, Manila is half white and half Filipino, which, okay, still she's still Filipino, you know, has Filipino background. But what I'm saying is, what does this mean? What, how was she raised? How was, you know, that you can get into those whole things because there's an issue of classism as well. You know, sure. so because um, even in white culture, it might be seen as kind of I'm going to tell you how to feel as a white person. It might be seen as kind of uncouth if some sort of Yankee was just like, <laughs> look at me, I'm a dumb white person, you know, and that get, then that gets into issues of classism and and whatnot. Oh, I see what you're saying. And that very interesting because I was thinking that. It's all about, oh, making fun of your own culture, even though, again, that's the issue at hand for Latino versus Asian as a whole. But that's a very good point. There's other ways. But that's truly what something that has happened in the past 10 years is that we've started unlocking all the different ways that you Mm -hmm. can offend someone, Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes for better, sometimes for worse. Actually, I made another point when he was, like, interested about this racism moment and I explained to him the um, trans uh, oh, yeah. inappropriateness for back of a better word yeah. in previous Untucked. And he, in his response, was like, yeah, well, you know, within the gay community, we've made a lot of progress in that front, but the race is the same. And sadly, I did feel that was, 
accurate. Well, the, the, the tricky thing, too, is, again, after listening to years of interviews and hours of interviews with of RuPaul or RuPaul just talking, I don't know if she's evolved in the past 10 years, but I definitely know in that time that is very, very in Rue's wheelhouse. And it, it continued on until much later than you think. They were still doing that. I remember being, I remember being specifically very pissed off on the season eight, uh, challenge when they did like some sort of like Latin themed mini challenge. And the contestants came out and were doing, they were basically wearing like what would be like mm-hmm. Mexican style, like, uh, minstrel show type stuff, like where they were like, it was weird. We lived in the same culture. Like one of them was dressed as like Frida Kahlo and like, uh-huh. and like doing like, it, it was just like, it was, and, and we talked about this too with All Stars too with, um, the, uh, we were laughing about it, but with the, um, Baddest Bitches in Herstory, like, they reduced Frida Kahlo, who is a very important artist in the 20th century, down to, like, some sort of cultural stereotype in a song. So RuPaul has always been um, a big fan of that type of humor. To RuPaul's credit, she likes it when black people do, quote-unquote, country as well. That's, mm-hmm. I mean, that is her fucking oh, yeah. thing. And then, um, but she also likes when other cultures do it to their own culture. And I think, and this is something we've seen before where like, you know, I, there's, we're at a tricky point in our, as a gay people, because, and this is the thing I've always told Gen Z, you know, about for whom the bell tolls in that, um, the people who are now the quote unquote problematic people, like people RuPaul's age and that like mid 50s to late 60s age they're the people who 30 years ago they were the ones fighting for queer rights and aids you know activism they were they were the activists at the time but they're they're different now and i think i think actually this comes up on an episode of um i think the reboot of tales from the city i believe this comes up someone told me when they're i think there's an episode where um a guy, an older man, gay man, brings his young boyfriend to a dinner party with some older, other old gay men. They start making these kinds of jokes, and the younger gay guy is offended, and they read him for filth because they're like, you know, my watch my friends die and blah, 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 blah. But, you know... Um, yeah. Well, that is one of the things that makes me nervous about getting older is, is thinking about that to think, of course, you know... We, I already see it happening, um, where it's like, well, we're so we're so um, resp- supportive and respect everyone in in our minds, but yet the younger generation already comes up and it's different and it's more and it's like, wow. And then you're then the different. It, it just is unfortunate that um, then there's a divide generationally when essentially you're coming from the same place, but it's just whatever you're used to. Yeah, but, you know, I think the fact that you're aware of it, I think if you're aware of it as an individual, you're probably in good shape. It's the people who aren't aware of it and they just dig their heels in. Uh, sure. That's where it gets problematic. But but like I said, but on the flip side, and I've, you know, I've talked to Gen Z people about this, is like, don't get too comfortable because in 20, 30 years, the younger generation is going to come for you, you know? As, as like, sands of the hourglass, baby. Yeah, exactly. It's all cyclical. All right, moving on. Next, RuPaul announces this week's main challenge, the Snatch Game. This is only the second time in the history of the show 
That Snatch Game has been played. In this game, the girls will perform their best celebrity impressions and try their best to match what the guest judges have written on their cards, but also... They need to make RuPaul laugh. In the workroom, Stacey wonders if she made the right choice with Anna Nicole Smith. Alexis worries about making Alicia Keys funny. And finally, Manila, a Filipino, has chosen to perform as a Filipino celebrity. It's time for this week's table visits with RuPaul. Yara decides to play a British character. Carmen wants to show off her big ass. And RuPaul forces Stacey Lane Matthews to second-guess her choice for the Snatch Game. Later, Shangela comforts a frustrated Stacey Lane Matthews and encourages her to change her character based on RuPaul's table visit adam salandra a lot to unpuck unpuck a lot to unpack <laughs> and untuck and untuck uh any big points you want to hit here yeah certainly the stacy of it all yeah. um for starters when she when she was saying why she wouldn't do anna mm-hmm. and her actual quote was she likes pink and i love pink myself <laughs> i thought oh <laughs> no like, in what world did you think that was the reason, baby girl? That's hard. Yeah. But um, that was just funny to me. Then, of course, her little mini meltdown where she got frustrated, understandably. But yeah. she was saying, why am I here? Why am I here? And then she said about Ruth, she keeps bringing this shit up. Like mm-hmm. you said that last week. Um, that was me that she was getting irritated at Ruth. And I and she's feeling it from everyone. So I understand the frustration. But also... Well, you did say that last week, babe. So, like, I wonder I wonder if she was more mad at herself or just feeling like she wasn't – maybe she was starting to believe everyone else saying I shouldn't be there. Um, I don't know. But it was interesting to see her go through that because I don't remember seeing anyone really angry at Rue on – the show. True. True. Yeah, yeah, I don't think and I don't think they would show that now. Right. Yeah. Because it's happening so much off the show. Yeah. I'm sure they try and keep it tight and they they have to like I I'm sure they like scroll the queen like any queen who wants to be on the show better not be talking on social media about Rue cuz yeah. I'm sure they're checking for that. Yeah, well, look what happened with Pearl. Even not only just on the show, but you know, since she went on Johnny McGovern's show and talk, right. told tales out of school. Uh, on that one, you know, um, Anna Nicole Smith comes up, and it's so funny. I was a couple of weeks ago, two or three weeks ago, I was talking to my boyfriend about Anna Nicole Smith, and you know, I went on YouTube to try and find clips. You cannot find that show anywhere. It has been wiped. Really, I wiped have clean. the DVD box. Set. No, you do not. Season one. Season, season one. one. Yeah. Well, that's the best season. So yeah. Uh, I was talking about how, and, and it's an interesting thing if related to what we just said, how much we've evolved in the 20 years, you know, since that show was mm-hmm. on, where nowadays I can, well, now that we know what happens in that the two of the main characters from that show, Anna and her yeah. son, are dead, you know, yeah. um, her son committed suicide. I think that like right around the time the baby's born, right around Daniel Lynn is born. Around then, yeah, yeah, and then um, I think maybe the baby was just born and he commits suicide, and then Anna Nicole, as we know, also passed away. And it, but it's also a textbook in uh, a reality show run amok where they exploited somebody so much. I mean, it made for iconic television, iconic yeah. television, but. Uh, I, I would say you might even argue that Trisha Paytas now is sort of a keener version of Anna Nicole Smith. But, um, and then Howard K. Stern is her lawyer and he's creepy and he's around. 
Yeah. And we just did a rewatch. My best friend and I used to watch it all the time back okay. then. And we popped in the DVD for episode one and she was like, I, this is kind of hard to watch now wow. looking at it. For me, you know, it, I get it, but it was also, if it felt to me, and this might just be what I'm wanting to believe, but like that she was obviously she was suffering, but she was also in on the joke. Like she want, she was, she was a part of it. Um, but again, that might just be me talking to myself. But do that. you think that, I mean, maybe that's true season two on, but do you think season one she was in on it? I don't know. Can you hear vacuuming? Yeah, who's vacuuming? Uh, apartment managers. It's just our hallway, but the dogs aren't flipping like they normally do. Yeah, what happened? Did you give them some sort of like dog weed or something? I said, guys, you know what Joe Batan says about you when you bark. And they were like, oh, not this time. You know what's so funny? I don't say anything because I don't really care that much. <laughs> yeah. um, which is, thank God, because uh, I would have been axed. Yeah. You know my dog likes to puke with just about every other episode. That's true. You guys don't know this. We often have to end episodes because Adam's dog <laughs> has thrown up. But uh, Which doesn't happen in normal times, but he's sick of hearing me talk. Yeah. Um, anyway, well, now I forget what we're talking about. And yeah. Nicole Smith and how uncomfortable it was and whether she was in on the job. Oh, oh, whether she knew. Yeah. Um, I'd say it's a combination of both because, yes, she was obviously high on pills and all of that. But mm-hmm. at the same time, she's she is putting on a show in her drug adult state, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like she's And when they're going to tour home, she's like – she she's putting on a show. Whether she was coherent or not, um, you know. You know, uh, I wonder too, I wonder what Stacey Lane Matthews, uh, Anna Nicole Smith would have looked like. You know, it's so funny is, oh, we'll talk about this during the Snatch game, but I'll talk about, because Delta Work does a whole rant about Stacey Lane Matthews and her portrayal of Monique in Untucked. And I think it's probably more important, appropriate there. Do you have anything to say about the t- other thing, other things to say about the table visits or the workroom, anything that happened in the workroom? Have we said it all? I have to be honest with you. I this microphone is picking up the vacuum so much on my end that I couldn't hear anything. <laughs> I apologize. I was just saying. Do you do you have any other thoughts on uh, this this whole segment? Uh, yeah, no more about Stacy. But right. one thing that I wrote down was was um, Yara Sophia trying to say Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, as Hattie Potter. Yeah, and I have a question. I can't do accents. No, that very well. Horrible. I'm horrible at it. But so that being said, though, what is Yara Sophia's problem with that? Because it's one thing to do a bad accent, but why is her, why are all of her accents so, it's just something completely, di- like, I want, she, it, it's, a, it's an actual struggle with her to say the words for some reason, which I think is interesting. Well, um, I think, Again, as someone who can't do it myself. Well, no, let's think about this. If you think about it, I would be, because I'm such a fucking American-centric person, but yeah. like, for instance, if you were to say some to someone, do a German accent. You're like, okay, hi, I'm a German, you know, you know, Fafik Nugin, you know, right. But then go now, do a German person doing a British person. I would be like, I don't, oh. what the fuck, I don't know, right? It's the same thing Less here because you're asking Yara Sofia to do an American, not American accent, but to do a, an accent that she's even extra more unfamiliar with. Why she's doing that, I don't know. Same, especially when she won two challenges or, or was in the top for uh, using her accent to her advantage. Yeah. It's a shame she couldn't pick um, someone with a 
at least some sort of Spanish accent, where no matter where it was from. I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't choose like a Latinx character, which they do get smarter about this later. Um, and when she's in All Stars One, and they don't do the snatch game, they do a laugh in. Uh, yeah. Parody. I wonder who does she do in the laughing parody? Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember anyone except Raven. Who did Raven do? B. Arthur. And then, yeah. Oh, she did B. Arthur. And then, uh, Tammy uh, Brown was Tammy Faye Baker. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, Tammy. Oh, that's so. Tammy on Tammy. <laughs> so good. So good. <laughs> Hold on for a second. Tootsie Low! <laughs> I. Is that what's from? Yeah, it's from that. She, 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 Tootsie, yeah, she, there's Tootsie Lou. Tootsie Lou is a is a quote that I say all the time, and I I don't think that Sean even knows that it's from Tammy. I don't know what he thinks I'm saying Tootsie mm-hmm. Lou all the time. Yeah, but someday yeah. I'm going to reveal. Listen, this is Tammy Brown, so put some respect on that name. I don't have told you this story, but you know, I was at DragCon one year and I was there for at the press and so I was there early and she was just like hanging out talking, just no one was there. She was, the, the, the doors hadn't opened yet to the public. So she was just sort of hanging out and I still to this day regret not going up to her and talking to her. Unfortunately, I had a run in with her at DragCon where, you know, you, there were people waiting in line to, mm-hmm. um, get photos and their autographs and all that. Yeah. And there was no one at her thing. I thought, Oh, that's great. I'll go talk to Tammy Brown. And it was awkward. Like I, now I did not do it as though I was doing her a favor. That's uh-huh. not why I was doing it. Uh-huh. Um, I, I love Tammy, mm-hmm. but the way she acted to me as though I was bothering her did make me wonder because it was like, well, now there is someone at your table, Tootsie Lou. So why <laughs> being so weird with me, but she might just be a little social awkward, which I would not think is that surprising Yeah, uh, at the end of the day. Maybe she, yeah, maybe she is socially awkward. And so that, anyway, yeah, maybe, maybe I didn't miss anything. Maybe it would just been a really, maybe it's better for me just to sort of like. Never meet your heroes, Joe. Never meet your heroes. Have you ever met any of your heroes? I don't really have any heroes. But have you ever met anyone that you were like, oh, wow. Man. Um, not that's standing out to me but i all i was definitely a gay that was obsessed with britney spears growing up and i've had several run-ins where we truly just not run-ins where we just missed each other Uh Uh, a good friend of mine used to be good friends with her so like it would have been a situation where we would have interacted and even though i was disappointed i always thought you know probably for the best you know what i never asked you might as well ask you now okay is uh on season 13 Snatch Game, since we're doing Snatch Game, yeah. Denali famously did Jonathan Van Ness. Yes. Your GFF, your good friend forever. <laughs> um, what were your thoughts? Um, I thought Denali did a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely thought that she captured things. It seemed the internet liked it more than I did. Mm-hmm. They were really like obsessed with it. And mm-hmm. great. I, I didn't dislike it. Um, it just wasn't, it, this is an unfair statement, but it almost feels like it's too easy to do Jonathan, Mm -hmm. but really I think you should pick any character where it feels too easy because that's the whole point. So, you know, my, my boyfriend has famously named this persona Shobatance. Okay. (laughs) Did you know that? that? Yeah. Oh yeah. He hates, and he hates Shobatance. Okay. That's unfortunate. Um, well, he just hates because he, he like, he knows Joe Batanz. He's like, I, I'm in love with Joe Batanz. Joe Batanz 
right? You think she, so? Do you, think, you feel you have a different voice as you accuse me of having? Oh yeah, we talk, we talk about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. There's definitely a show voice, you know. Sure, but uh, I'm realizing even now that I probably do have a different voice in that I'm hearing myself right now. Yeah. So I can't really be too on or I'm like going to blow out the mic. Whereas in that situation that you called me out for, it's like, I'm to camera. It has to be a little, I can't hear. Well, it's, it's the version. If I just was like talking to you like this and all of a sudden I was like, Oh wait, hold on. Adam Sandra. Hey everybody. It's me. Joe Batanz here with you on the ride home. And I'm like, I'm like, Adam posted a video of his old days at the, what some were you you now next or where were you? That was fandom. Oh, fandom. And his voice is just much more like, hey. But anyway, um my but but you know, but obviously my boyfriend knows both personas, right? Sure. Intimate. So was it weird seeing someone that you obviously know he's not like that that's obviously they're making fun of they're doing a character of his persona. So you yeah. know what the persona is like, but you also know what the person is like in private. Was that sort of weird too? Uh, no, that's actually one of my favorite things about Jonathan, though. And this is what I told everyone when he first blew up, is that there is not a difference. Oh, really? Between Jonathan off camera and Jonathan. It, it, they're so authentic. Mm-hmm. Um, leave that. Now, there'll be times when we talk about serious, like, they can turn it down a little bit and uh, not be, like, so wild. But, like, but no, that's Jonathan at all times. Oh really? Yeah, there is no there is no show Batanz version of of Jonathan. It's weird because you know I'm friendly with people who have personas and whatnot, and um, it is weird how there you can see them turn it on and turn it off. Not that they're again. I've even said show Batanz isn't crazy different from Joe Batanz. He's just more. Um, acutely aware of things and looking for opportunities that makes sure. sense well here's i mean it's it's we're literally doing a job yeah you know what i mean so it's like yes we have to turn on we can be off i i don't think show batance is i mean i guess technically i really only know show uh but it's it's not um inauthentic to you it's just making sure that you're on because you're delivering the best or whatever version of you you're supposed to bring to the table for an audience well well yeah it's it's you know in real life when you're talking to somebody, you're not listening in a way like I'm listening where I'm listening. I'm I'm very actively listening to what you're saying because not only am I listening because this is what it's a dialogue, but also I'm looking for opportunities to take that conversation in a different direction or make fun sure. of you and whatnot. Where in real life, I'm not necessarily doing that. Right. You know, in real life, you're not like, is this a soundboard opportunity? <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately yeah unfortunately yeah if i had but if i had the opportunity i would all right we're very late on it but why don't we take a break and we'll be back right after this It's time for the Snatch Game. The girls are portraying the following celebrities. I have notes right here that tell me. Uh, Raja is doing Tyra Banks. Shangela is doing Tina Turner. Delta Work is playing Cher. Ra- uh, we have that. Yada Sofia is Amy Winehouse. Carmen Carrera is Jennifer Lopez. Alexis Mateo is Alicia Key. Stacey Lane Matthews is Anna Nicole Smith. Mariah Perez Balenciaga is Joan Crawford. And I'm missing one. 
um, the person who took these notes get, shorted me too. And, I remember and if, they wrote that Stacy and Matthews was Anna Nicole, which is not the case. Oh, you're right. And did you say Manila is Imelda Marcos? That might be the one missing. Uh, oh, that's right. Manila is Manila's aunt is Imelda Marcos. You're right. Uh, okay. Um, oh, because you know what? I'm relying on this person on the table check-in, but they didn't do the actual snatch game. Stop. Ah, pr- producer fired. Um, <laughs> all right. Oh, and that's probably why they didn't have Manila and Shangela. They probably didn't do those table visits. Interesting. That makes sense. Um, okay. So, um, let's actually talk about the Snatch Game. Did you have any big thoughts on it? Or little well, the thoughts? first note I see written down here is, this is not, in caps, funny. No. So that was no. one. <laughs> I didn't laugh um, once. One thing I noticed is that... Uh, just in terms of how it, how the progression of the show, that the editing is different here. Uh-huh. Um, every, it is so – I really try to watch Snatch Game now with, with exactly what they're delivering and imagining no effects because mm-hmm. there is so much rue, maniacal laughter, or mm-hmm. the opposite, and si- they cut to a silence, and the music – you just know exactly what you're supposed yeah. to think yeah. throughout it. Uh-huh. And this, I – felt less like that. And this one, the shitty jokes actually fell flat on their own, not because the editors told us they were bad, but yeah. simply because they absolutely were. There was just not a lot of fun to be had here. And not to call, I don't know why. Oh, yeah, well, the other thing, Manila doing an impression of Shangela doing an impression as Tina saying, hallelujah. When she did it, I was like, that's funny, but obviously not happening. And then they cut to her actually saying, hallelujah <laughs> as Tina Turner. And I thought, yeah, you have the nerve to go and make fun of Raja. Yeah, exactly. You're right. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, how is that Tina Turner? How is, how is, when would Tina Turner ever say hallelujah? But Shangela's still in that framework. Now that later evolves that, that snatch game, you have to look like the character. Yeah. And that's what it is. And, and, and that's definitely not it at all. Um, yeah, not very good. I'll be honest with you. I, don't really understand why Stacy won. I think that she won for story reasons. I don't Definitely. think, which I think is actually, they kind of addressed this a little bit. I think one of the Heathers, uh, says that essentially in Untucked. Mm-hmm. That it's might improve, most improved. Yes. Um, because I, Stacy Lee Matthews, Monique, she would be gone if she did that now. I remembered her having won this, so I was looking forward to Me it. Me too. And I was like, wait, she's just making a face and like moving back. She doesn't even have any lines that I no. remember. No. Which is well, weird. What's funny, though, is Delta does say something that's kind of prophetic. Um, is she's like, oh, so you're saying all I have to do is eat a piece of chicken and make fat jokes and I'll win? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. That's how easy yeah. it is to win Snatch Game. And even now. If Delta then, were, to, oh, were yeah. to go on and play Anna Nicole Smith and just eat chicken, I mean, look, think of one of the more famous uh, Snatch Game characters. Uh, did she tie for the win or did she win? Um, but Ginger Minge as uh, Adele. Yep, that was the that was an All Stars, right? Yeah, no, that was she tied with Little Richard. Yeah, uh, Kennedy Davenport. Yeah, where she was like uh, just eating the entire time. But that's right. But also, it's a. I, I of course get what Delta's saying, but but G- Ginger Minge was also talent. Like she had jokes. A, she made it funny. You yeah. could obviously be doing that and not make it funny. The thing, I mean, here's what I will say in defense of Stacy winning because 
sure, you could give it to Raja mm-hmm. instead, but like, it's not like anyone was so much better. I think that, especially now that we've uh, not in season three, you would never think this, but there is a difference between being an incredible drag queen and being incredibly good at drag race. Yeah, you're right. No, I've at made that the point. The show. And if you can come in, this is very risky because you don't want to like be sent home right away. But if you can come in and then seem like an underdog and then slowly rise, you've, you've got it made, which of course I actually was wondering, did they think here that Stacey Lane Matthews was going to have continue this rise? Because otherwise it seems like sort of, it's just like one and done storyline for this episode versus yeah. like someone like a jinx where it's a slow, steady climb. Yeah. That's a very good point. To go back to what you were saying, I've made that point about, there are other girls like this too, but the one that comes to mind the most is Trixie Mattel, where I'm not taking anything away from Trixie Mattel as a drag queen, you know? Uh, And in fact, I think she and Katya have created their own genre of drag, you know, that didn't exist before. They, they They create almost a digital platform for drag that I don't think existed before. But... Yeah, I don't think, and even though she has that win, and you know, Shangela gets involved here, you can make arguments about that. I don't think Trixie Mattel is very good at Drag Race. I don't think she's good at it. I think she was carried along because she was popular in season three, All Stars three, but um, she is not good at that at that competition. I think she feels that way. I think that that's why she, you know, and there's rumors about um, an all an all winner season. And from what I heard, because, you know, I try and stay away from the rumors, and I'm sure mm-hmm. you know more than me, but um, she's not interested in participating. And I'm sure that's why she's like, well, I'm actually really succeeding out in the real world, but I've never done well. And even even she won and she still didn't do well on All Stars 3. There were just so many shenanigans yeah. with, well, with the self-elimination and the Shangela. Yeah, with Ben. Because let's be if Ben wouldn't have quit, ben, it was probably Ben's to take home. Which I always wondered about that because Ben was doing so just like steamrolling everyone, it would have been so anticlimactic, and maybe that's why they had all those twists planned. They were like, mm-hmm. "Well, we have to, have to make something happen." Yeah. Um, but how would you have denied Ben that? But even then, I think it may be may. But in, in, oh, see, this, this turns into an All Star Street podcast. Yeah, but yeah. Um, uh, yeah, you could make a lot of arguments about that. But in terms of snatch game, yeah, I think it was bad across the board. Alexis was one of the stronger ones, I felt, but. That's just because she brought jokes, you know? Exactly. Which, appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. But uh, in terms of the other ones, Tina Turner didn't really impress. Uh, Joan Crawford was awful. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that was terrible. Well, she got hers in the end. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Well, let's move on. It's Elimination Day and the girls get ready for the runway. Shangela uses her free phone call to call her grandma. Meanwhile, Stacy and Shangela discuss Stacy's family history. You know, her dad passed away. And you see, this is one of the points I'm talking about. The, the storylines that came up on Untucked, you could have put one of them here. Um, yes. But uh, they didn't. Uh, your thoughts on this Elimination Day and the mirror moments? Um, I don't have a ton. I think that... I think that what you're saying is true. Like they were fine, but nothing really stood out for me. So yeah, unfortunate that we're not getting some of that untucked discourse here um, where the girls really all don't like each other. Now they're all, except for like an occasional fight here and there. It's like, we're sisters, we're sisters. And yeah. I do actually believe it to be true. Uh, whereas this, they they had their clicks, but they did not like each other. So 
No. Wow. Times change. They really didn't. All right. Now it's time for my actual new favorite part of the show. (laughs) The looks category is favorite drag look. Any big thoughts here, Salandra? Um, my biggest thought, which shows you how, uh, once again, how much you and I care about the fashion, is that I liked when they uh, recalled Stacey Lane Matthews, Stacey Lane Bryant. I um, loved. I laughed. I actually LOL. I'm like, why isn't that her name? Like, <laughs> it was my biggest LOL of, of the episode, um, for sure. And then I, um, there was a joke. I didn't write who said it, but I think it was. Michelle, not that it matters. I'm sure they're all written for them anyway, but saying about Delta and Margaret after the buffet. Oh, yeah. Um, are they, you know, uh, in, in this culture and society, we certainly allow fat jokes far and away more than you race or anything like that. But is that okay today? Do you no. On the show? No. Yeah, okay. no, 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 Just no, 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 sure. no, no, no. Look, look, the one I'm going to bring up is A... You know, again, to kind of harken back to season 13 and Utica being overly afraid of cultural appropriation. Yeah. And then Raja comes out in straight up African cultural appropriation. Yes. And then, and then Santino does the clicking of the tongue, which Raja does later in Untucked. And I was like, yep. Oh my God, this would never fly. What are they doing? This is so offensive. I can't believe we're not watching a show from the 80s. I cannot yeah. believe. Yes, yes. I feel like even then they were more culturally aware. That is shocking. <laughs> that is so it's shocking. Wild. I was, I was like, and I could see making that to make RuPaul laugh, but then you don't put that show in the episode. You know, the comment right. like, that made they that made the edit several times, as you mentioned. Yes, it comes up in Untucked. Um, yeah, you know what's so funny? The one thing I will say for favorite drag look, I was impressed by really none of the looks. Same. Um, same. I mean, I liked, I thought I enjoyed the concept of Shangela's hair hat. Mm-hmm. And I thought Yara Sophia's makeup and hair looked cool. But there was nothing that I was, because I know you and I are like, whatever about the looks, but I still like really am into them every now and then when something impresses me. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't feeling that here. No, I'm with you on that. All right. And those are <laughs> the looks. Oh my God. That is, this is the greatest thing ever. Alright, on the main stage, Raja, Stacy, and Alexis are on top. Meanwhile, Delta Work, Yara, Sophia, and Mariah, Paris, Balenciaga are in the bottom. In a surprise move, Stacy Lane Matthews is named the winner of the challenge, and RuPaul places Delta and Mariah in the bottom, too. This forces Delta and Mariah to face off in a lip-sync battle for their lives. The song Looking for a New Love by Jody Watley. In the end, Delta Work is told Shantae, you stay, while Mariah, Paris, Balenciaga is asked to sashay away Adam Salandra from Showbiz, any final thoughts on the episode? Yeah, well, the top three, I, I gave them a final, like, this is how I felt, and each word was fine. They were fine. They were mm-hmm. fine. Not even good, just fine, mm-hmm. which is wild, but, you know, yeah. in time. Um, as for the bottom three, sure, there were plenty of bad ones, but I thought it was interesting that Mariah was calling out Carmen that she should be in there, which... Yeah, that's fine. And then brought up the Filipino stuff. She really didn't think she deserved to be in the bottom, which was... Uh, Who? Oh, Mariah didn't. Okay, yeah. Yeah. That was not true, but, you know. But I think that's because... Common. I think that's because... I remember, this is the only the second Snatch game. She's living in this world where, again, the girls all thought it was about the looks. Everything was about the looks. And Mariah Paris... Which is so funny, because it's like... Yeah. 
we would do a we would do a challenge in where you look like the celeb and we'll take your photo. We're not like making jokes. Yeah. In fairness to Mariah, up until this point, and even still kind of this point, it's starting to trail off. It really was about the looks. If you think about BB and Tyra Sanchez, I mean, they really got by on the looks. At, at this point, Drag Race they is about the looks. That's right. That yeah. is, that is true. Snap, uh, Drag Race as a whole, but Snatch Game, the challenge. I mean, I can get why you'd be confused, but also no. Um, I did right here. I forgot was when we were talking about that Stacey did they just want to have the underdog underdog arc. But another thing I hypothesize is that they. I, I definitely think that. But also, did they want to make the Mean Girls just a little bit crazier because they were really Delta was like, in what world am I in the bottom? And Stacey's winning, and I'm sure she did feel that. Like she must have thought she was on crazy pills, even though she too was very bad and flat. Let's be real, but. I'm sure it was a little bit of both. It just agitated the girls even more, too, that Stacey won. Well, yeah, because as you know, and we both know, Delta Work was the hot sh- one of the hot shit people in L.A. drag. You know, mm-hmm. she ran her own very successful show. And yeah. so she's looking at this girl who doesn't leave, leave backwater North Carolina, wherever she's from. And she's like, how did this bit? How's-? And, and I'm sure Stacey, even though – I'm sure Delta, even though she hates this, sees Stacey as her competition because they're both the fat girls. And is like, how am I losing to this other fat girl who doesn't leave her house? You know, her small it, town. It probably, would, yeah, it'd be it would be concerning if I was her. Even though, again, she did not turn it out as Cher, even a little. No, not even a little. It was just Delta. It, it was a lot of these were just that person as that you know in costume looking like that person. Which even that that gets by today if you're still funny. Yes. Candy yes. Muse. Candy Muse is a perfect example. You're right. Uh, okay, now we did watch Untucked. Did you have any uh, final little moments on things that you want to talk about Untucked that we didn't cover already? No, nothing specific, but uh, but I'm glad you you had me watch because it is where all – I just uh, – well, they're all – I mean we said this, but they're all <laughs> just mean to each yeah. other. And I love shady drag queens, whatever, but I was shocked that it was just straight out like a dislike and a hate for one another. Yeah, if, if you're not – Adam said at the beginning, but this is it, it really is true on this season of Untucked. If you're not watching Untucked, you really are getting – Less than half the story. You're, you said Less this. You're, I'm giving you all the credit for this because I learned so much. I learned that Raja and Shangela were friends before the show. Yeah. And that Shocking. Raja feels particularly bothered by Shangela because, uh, on the season two reunion, Shangela wore some sort of like arm corn bracelet and that Ra- now Raja claims she designed and made it. Shangela later on says that they made it together in but- the same. Yeah. They weren't, they were, I mean, maybe producer prodding, but like, it wasn't like she heard what Raja said. She was like, "Oh yeah, I was. I made this at Raja's house." Yeah, um, which was an interesting twist. And then she also I that, find that yeah. even though they were all mean, and the, and the Heather's are mean. Yeah, Shangela is coming off very like. Now I get why they were all kind of annoyed with her by the end. Yeah, and so she really did have a talk about an arc, not in the season, but in the trajectory of Drag Race. Like she was. Beloved in, in All Stars 3. You're saying that. Again, remember, I didn't watch Untucked Season 3, so I didn't see a lot of this, right? Well, same. Yeah. So what's funny is, but now that I've seen all the pieces, my boyfriend is a big Shangela stan and was trying to defend her in the phone call earlier today. And he made the point, but I didn't, wasn't armed and ready with this, that <laughs> Shangela evolved by the time she got to All Stars 3. Now, that might be true, but as we were talking, I was remembering... Remember that moment where Shangela comes for Trixie because she sees a note 
that uh, Thorgy left for her and says, yeah. get them bitches or something like that. Or I don't remember what she said. I forgot. It was the same sort of deal. It was the same thing that we saw in season three where it was she's stirring up the drama for the producers. Now, that might be why the people at World of Wonder like Shangela, but as you think sure. about it as a person, it makes her very difficult to get along with. And I wouldn't be surprised if that's what the girls have to say about her. Adam Salander, any other thoughts on this episode? Nothing else, but it's been a pleasure. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Be sure to join us next weekend every week as we continue to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct each episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 3. So, for Adam Salandra and myself, Sashay away. Thank you for listening to RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Have something to say? Email us at dragracerecap at afterthought.media. For more Drag Race and LGBTQ content, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. You can follow Adam Salandra on Instagram at Adam Salandra. That's A-D-A-M-S-A-L-A-N-D-R-A. Follow Joe Batance on Instagram at Joe Batance. That's J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. Drag Race Recap is an Afterthought Media podcast. Thank <laughs> you.